Welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now, coming up on this episode, we're joined by Toronto singer-songwriter and now Unitarian Universalist Minister Lynn Harrison to chat about her wonderful new album, Something More. It's a great interview and it's really inspiring. You definitely don't want to miss out on it. And as we continue to celebrate International Women's Day, we also include new music from Kristen Martell, Miniscule, Wu Fei and Abigail Washburn, Delamay, Rose Cousins, The Hayden Triplets and Lynn Hansen. And we're starting off this way, from Toronto. It's harmony-driven female vocal trio Luna Bloom with their beautiful song, Low Hanging Moon. And that's from their self-titled debut album. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Enjoy. Your strength and all the lies between 
keep your eyes wide open Fix on what you're hoping to come Dry all your worries in a big old second Roam off the bridge and listen to the splash Watch and float down the river Wait until your shivers relax You're gonna be great You're gonna be great For all your patience Ooh. comes to pay off on the bank of fading
This is Karen Morand, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with my friend, Jan Hall. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. You just listened to Wu Fei on the Guzeng, which is the Chinese zither, and Grammy-winning Abigail Washbourne on banjo, blending together Chinese folk and traditional Appalachian music on The Water is Wide, the Wu Silly Boat Song. And that's from their self-titled collaboration, which is coming out soon on Smithsonian Folkways. Before that, Laurel Minns on ukulele and her 15-piece all-female choir, Minuscule, and the title track from their debut album, Great. We also heard from Nova Scotia's Kristen Martell with the song Breathe. That's the second single from her upcoming album, Coming Home. And in the background, it's Della May with the No Seam Stomp, featuring guests Alison Brown on banjo, and Molly Tuttle and April Smith on guitar. And that's from their 2019 EP, The Butcher Shop. They've just released a new album entitled Highlight. We'll have more from that on a future episode. Next up, Lynn Harrison joins us to chat about her latest album, Something More. But before we get there, from the new album, this is the beautiful You Come To Me. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Me. 
emotions of these strings in the calling bell that lingers in the heart of everything in the wonder and the aching of a world so That's Toronto's singer-songwriter Lynn Harrison with You Come To Me from her recently released sixth album, Something More. Produced by Noah Zachron with Douglas September, the new album features 12 thoughtful and reflective songs about life, love, and the power of the human spirit. And it's a beautiful album and a joy from beginning to end. To learn more about the new recording, we're pleased to welcome Lynn Harrison to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to be able to talk to you today. Oh, thanks, Jen. It's great to be here. You must be pretty happy with the reception the album's received. Thank you. Yes, it's it's lovely to have it heard and uh, have people respond to it. Uh, it's It's been quite exciting. Really nice to get it out into the world. Now, you're one of those people that's built a, a reputation, you know, around your songwriting. You do have a, a way just to... To me, to get down to what's really important. Hmm. And I wanted to give you a chance to, to talk a little bit about your songwriting and, and how you got to where you are now. Sure. Um, well, thanks for hearing that, I guess, in, in the songs. It's, it's one of those things. For me, I've always found songwriting to be therapeutic on some level and a, or, and a, a, a tool for growth, for my own personal growth and understanding. So really, ever since I started writing songs, I think that's what, that's kind of why I was doing it, to try to make sense of the world. So a song for me kind of clicks or works when it, when it delivers some insight to me and, and hopefully um, communicates that to other people too. So I guess that's kind of at the heart of it for me, what, what songwriting is about. You know, it's, I just feel very fortunate to be able to write songs. It's been something that's been my companion and my guide since I was about 13 years old. And I'm still writing. You know, I, I just find I'll go through periods where I, where I, I mean, I'll never think that it's gone forever, but there are, there are of course, fellow periods. Um, there are also times, you know, songs will be written and then I won't, I won't play it live for a long time or I won't, I won't record it. And then it will come alive for me in a different way. Sometimes I find I have to kind of grow into the songs that actually happened on this record. There are quite a few, well, a few significant songs, which were written not recently. They were written quite a long time ago. And I had to, I had to catch up to the song, you know, to be able to sing it and, and understand it. 
Now, there's a really strong spiritual component to the songs on this album. Now, I know you're, you're an ordained Unitarian Universalist minister. I guess it all goes hand in hand, you know, the strong spiritual connection you have to, to the world. And, you know, I might give you a chance just to talk about what it means to be a Unitarian Universalist, because it is really a very connected, right, to, to the world we live in today. Yeah, it's um, Unitarian Universalism is a, a profoundly inclusive religious uh, faith. It, really, everyone is welcome. Um, that is of of no um, of no formal belief system or 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 any. And as a result, it's quite embracing of of the diverse and uh, uh, eclectic world that we have. And you know, it's this is a this is these are complicated times, and I think we're all faced with so many messages and trying to make sense of them all. So, so I, I find this particular um, framework is a, that is to say Unitarian Universalism. I, I couldn't have become a minister in any other denomination that wouldn't have worked for me because I, my spiritual influences are probably as eclectic as my musical influences. That might be one way to put it. Uh, so it's nice that I found a home there, but I, I actually think that the spiritual roots of the songs were the thing that came before the, the you know formal ministry with a title for me the the creative life the creative expression creative spirit is really the core of my spiritual life and it and it will always be which is interesting because we started off with you come to me which actually is the first track on the album and that has a i you know i have to say you know i first listened to this album i was cooking you know, oh, I, really? I loved, I always, whenever I've got new CDs that I really want to listen to, I'll put them on when I'm, you know, in the kitchen. And, right. and you know, one of the things that struck me about this song was just a wonderful, I don't know, it, it seemed just to have this embracing feel to me, you know, that I was feeling like I was being wrapped up. It almost made me feel like, it's like a comfort blanket mm, to start okay. this album. And, and I don't know whether that was the intent to make this track first track on the album, but it was sort of a, you know, it's a statement of embracing, you know, join me as we, we explore these songs. Mm -hmm. um, was that part of the intent when you, you wrote it? That's one of the ones that goes back a long, long way. When I wrote that song, that song came from some other place entirely. It was, it was given to me as a gift and it started out to be a, kind of a tribute song to another songwriter actually and kind of grew as I wrote it. It became this this other this other thing. And and I I didn't really fully understand how important that song would be for me until I got a little bit older. And I found I it became a prayer song. It it is a prayer song um, in, in the broadest sense of the word. So it just seemed appropriate to make it the first song on the album because you know, it's kind of an invitation, you know, an invitation to the something more, you know, which is, which is the creative process, which is uh, relationship with the capital R, you know, whether that's relationship between um, individual human beings or, and or relationship with, with, um, you know, a force of love that's beyond ourselves. So, so yeah, I was glad that that song uh, stayed alive and, and continued to grow in me. And, uh, Again, that's one of the gifts of songs. They just they just stay with you, and they they kind of they become your friends and and teachers along the way. Bringing together your spiritual side, you know, the fact that you are an ordained minister at the same time as a singer songwriter. I guess a lot of these songs have been used as part of your ministry. I mean, you you basically that that's that seems to be what you were just telling me that 
they may have started life that way and then developed further in time? Is that how things tend to go? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it's it, some some songs more than others. There, there are also songs in my catalog that are that aren't you know kind of going in the spiritual direction as as clearly as as these do. I guess. Again, for me, the songs that hook me, and this is true of listening to other artists too. I find the ones that really hook me are the ones that go that go deep. You know, that really go to a deeper level and that kind of help me carry on in some way. So I think that's what I'm trying to write and trying to bring to people wherever I'm in whatever framework I, I bring them. So, you know, whether it's a concert hall or a worship service. You know, one of the things I, I love about the album, and I'm, I'm interested in your choice of producers here, because the album was produced by Noah Zachran with Douglas September. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of Noah's music. I've interviewed him, I think, two or three times now. He also, I, I guess, has that same sort of spiritual connection to his music obviously he comes through a different tradition from you but I, I i feel like you might be kindred spirits as far as you know inhabiting the song and trying to be as part of the music is that a reasonable thing to say yeah absolutely you know i think that's what became that's what led us to become friends initially were not only discussions of music but discussions of religion also uh, Noah was one of the close circle of friends who was with me when I was discerning a call to the ministry, when I was trying to decide whether or not that would be the direction that I would go. And so, yes, I think his connection or, you know, his his exploration of the spiritual side of life is, is something that I'm drawn to. And it comes through in his music, you know, very strongly. And, you know, plus he's just a you know brilliant musician and guitar player and and a good friend. So it was it was really good to work with him. One of the, the wonderful things about Noah's music, and we're actually going to play a, a track that really captures some of his electric mm-hmm. guitar work, but is the fact that there is so much space, you know, space for the musicians. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the players on the album in a few moments, but it must be a, a thrill for you to be able to to allow your music to breathe like this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Noah and I have played a lot together in live performance as well, so I, I knew about that to begin with. But I think just having the creative palette, the blank palette to work with of the recording studio um, allowed him to really kind of uh, just explore. And uh, when you play When I'm on the Water, I mean, you'll definitely hear that. That was something that uh, the, the introduction that we'll hear um, was a surprise to me. Yeah, he he and Douglas did that, and then they you know sent it to me and said, "What do you think?" You know, I you know I just fell in love with it. It's just like I just want to listen to that all the time. So to have that to have that connected with my music is a wonderful compliment, and it just brought it to life in a new way, which was really beautiful. The song we're going to play is "When I'm on the Water," and an absolutely fabulous song, which with just builds from the the you know the electric guitar from Noah's Akron and. I, I, you know, I want to put a, a shout out for people who haven't listened to his music. His last album, A Startle of Wings, is fabulous because it is so stripped down and just him and a guitar, basically. But it, it this has a real feel. And I guess with your lyrics and, uh, you know, when you come in and sing, I mean, you really do have that feel of being out on the water and, you know, and being out on the water being a metaphor for so much more in life. Let's listen to that just now. This is Lynn Harrison with When I'm on the Water from her wonderful new album, Something More. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. (laughs) 
water, I'm above deep blue. When I hold my paddle, I can glide on through. Straight into the harbor where I'm safe and sound. When I'm on the water, I see where I'm bound. When I'm on the water in the earth's embrace, the surface is a mirror where I see my face. I see who I am and who I might become. When I'm on the water, I'm no longer numb. When I'm on the water, when you're by my side, I see no more obstacle, no bank to hide. I can see tomorrow from this red canoe. When I'm on the water, I. Above deep blue. When I'm on the water, I can take it slow. Take the time to wonder till I come to know what I really want. What would make me free? Water will awaken me, and when I'm on the water, when it's lit by stars, I believe it's possible to heal these scars. I can feel the changes as the waves slip past. When I'm on the water, I'm safe at last. I see no more obstacle, no bank to hide. I can see tomorrow from this red canoe. When I'm on the water, I'm above deep blue. Oh, when I'm on the water. Piper Hayes. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Lynn Harrison with When I'm on the Water from her wonderful new album, Something More. Lynn Harrison is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. We're chatting about the album. We've talked about some of the people that play on it. Noah Zachron, we're big fans of Noah's music, produced with Douglas September, who I think plays a bit of lap steel on this, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And he adds a lot of atmospheric touches as well. He's a really creative uh, uh, studio engineer and, and just uh, has a wonderful musical sense of things. So 
So he became a very strong creative collaborator through all of this. Now, Lynn, you mentioned earlier on that, you know, you're actually a, an ordained Unitarian Universalist minister as well. I'm curious, when you look back at your, you know, career in music, did you see that, you know, did music somehow play a part in, you know, in making you more open to the idea of a calling like this? Yes, I think so. I, I actually think that my songs led me, they were what led me toward a more, um, a more formal religious calling. It's hard to describe exactly how that happens, um, but I, I found that it's interesting. Often I would write songs and people would not quite know, they wouldn't know how to name what they heard in terms of the spiritual dimension of it. I, you know, I, I like to say that it's more spiritual than religious and it's not, you know, they're not Christian songs, for example, so it's not like the contemporary Christian folks. But sometimes people would say, well, well there's something else there. There's something... We can't put our finger on it, and it's but it's different than sort of typical pop songs or uh, even typical folk songs in some ways. Although I, I don't want to dismiss people who I think a lot of folk songs and a lot of songs, period, you know, just have a spiritual dimension to them. So, so I don't want to divide up things too much. Um, but I, you know, it was a surprise when this when this uh, direction opened up in my life, and I'm still trying to make sense of the balance. When I began work as a minister, when I began, when I started in seminary, I actually thought I was turning away from my music career at the time. Uh, it's fair to say I was somewhat disappointed and disillusioned and a little discouraged, actually, about how my music career had gone. And I thought I was going to turn away from it. And in fact, it, it grew. So now I have both and I'm trying to find a balance. But I'm again. I'm just very grateful to have the songs because they they seem to lead me in the in the right direction. And I think now you also uh, have a themed open stage that blends together your music and your spirituality. Yeah, it's really fun. It's called uh, the Bridge, connecting song and spirit. And so once a month at the Transac Club in the main hall, uh, there's an open mic on a theme. And so people bring one song or story or a poem and. Um, and then in between the songs, I, I offer words of wisdom from various sources. And uh, we, we share some joys and sorrows in the middle and, uh, and you know, have some snacks and stuff. And it, it's really quite special. Um, our, next, our next one is March 25th on the theme of home. Can we talk about uh, live shows? I know you released the album in Toronto at Hughes Room Live in January. That must have been quite a thrill. I, I think what Noah Zachron played with you that day with David yeah. Woodhead, is that right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had a we had a great time. It was just uh, it was just fantastic. Yeah, you know, it just went by so fast. I mean, we would have I would have been happy to stay twice as long. <laughs> it was a really really lovely night. It's such a lovely venue and playing with both Noah and David because David also has a long history of collaborating with me. He produced the first bunch of records for me. Um, so he knows a lot of my songs that came before. So it was really nice to be with both of them. And we had a really nice night. So what happens now? I mean, you continuing the, the two paths of your life and the way that they in intersect all the way down the line. Yes, that's the plan. You know, just just taking it a day at a time and uh, trying to see what the next steps are. You know, there'll be some more gigs, uh, both both to continue with with this record, to continue to promote this record, but also, uh, you know, I'm I'm writing more too. So I have I have some new songs coming along that I'd love to share with people. So so there'll be some more local shows in the in the spring, and 
perhaps even a little bit of touring in the summer, thinking about uh, sharing a little bit of touring with some other women musicians, uh, I think, which would be really, really lovely. I'm always away from the congregation for a couple of months in the summer. So, so that, that can provide some time for, for musical things. And so, yeah, just trying to keep life, keep life in balance for me. It's for me, it's really important to have enough, enough space to, to write and to have the energy to do the shows and ministry work is really, really rewarding and, and wonderful. And it's also, it can be demanding too. So I'm trying to, trying to look after myself in all of that and kind of continue to offer the, the best work that I, that I can. We're going to finish with the title track from Something More. Beautiful song from a beautiful album. And I want to encourage all our listeners to, to check this out. Certainly uh, coming to a, a live show. Are you often joined by, you know, you mentioned going out of tour with some other women performers. Do you try, if possible, to have, you know, to play with someone like Noah or David when you, you're, you're getting out there? Yeah, I, I like doing that. I, I love playing solo too, but it's also really, really nice to have um, to have a great guitar player or bass player with me, or even a percussionist. I mean, it, it's just it's just nice to have the company um, musically and, and otherwise. Uh, and yet, you know, I love I love doing solo shows as well. You know, there's just something about the conversation that takes place between one person and an audience. It, it's really it's really a lot of fun. So, so something more is a great title for an album. Tell us a little bit about this song. Well, this song speaks to, it's, it's really kind of a song of, of, of faith in the broadest uh, sense, that when things, when you don't know what's next or you feel you've come to an impasse, that, that really to understand that there's, that there's more than you can see, there's more going on. I, I've uh, done, uh, done a lot of Jungian work over the years and, you know, kind of connecting with the unconscious and the, intuit the intuitive side of life is also a huge part of that as well just really trusting that there's there's so much more going on and trying to put that into words, put the something more into words, which is something that cannot be put into words. So I had fun with the play, with the playing, the word play around that. Probably one of my favorite lines on the record is, uh, something knows that love is really something and something tells me there is something more. That's great because it's exactly what I thought when I listened to this album the first time. I thought, hmm. There's something more to this album. There definitely is. <laughs> Appreciate that very much. Thank you. It's been a great pleasure to talk to you today. This is Lynn Harrison with the title track from her new album, Something More. And definitely check it out when you get a chance. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again for spending the time with us today. Thanks so much, Jan.
Something tells me there is something more Something tells me something I've been missing Something knows what I've been praying for Something talks to me when I'm listening Something tells me there is something more Something tells me there is something more Hi, my name's Irish Maiden, and I've got to tell you, I'm digging all this folk roots and blues. It's a breakneck Monday morning, and I can take it slow. Pour cream into my coffee, fresh from off the stove. I replay my favorite saddest song to remember how it goes. Or pick up where I left off with last night's If you're interested, I could tell you more of a benefit of being alone. Each day I work a little bit on plans of my own. I book flights to places I have always wanted to go. Listening to records, monophonic stereo. Crawl into bed and check for unread messages on my phone If you're curious, I could give you a guided tour Of the benefits of being alone 
the Hayden triplets, Petra, Rachel, and Tanya Hayden, daughters of the late great jazz bassist Charlie Hayden, with their version of I'll Fly Away. That's from a great new album that mines their American heritage and also features four songs by their grandfather, Carly Hayden. We'll definitely have more from that album on a future episode. Before that, Rose Cousins with her song The Benefits of Being Alone. And that's from her latest album, Bravado. That's an album that takes a look at those that struggle with loneliness, but also those, like in this song, that wish they had more time to spend alone. It's a delicate balance. And that's it for this edition of Folk Roots Radio. Thanks again to all of our radio partners who will help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. Remember, you can find all of our archives with links for on-demand listening online at folkrootsradio.com. We'll leave you with Canada's own Queen of Americana, Lynn Hansen, with The Long Way Home from her new album, Just Words. 
You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll definitely see you next time. It's that time again. Half hour past when the last bar empties and closes down. Just the echo of my feet rattling down the street. As I walk across the bones of this skeleton town Past High Park with its hipster cats Smoking and posing in their wide brim hats Flipping bottle caps up towards the sky Out past the railway line where old Jimmy marches rain or shine To the rhythm of the trains as they rush by Take a little more time I'm taking a long